evening, everyone. Welcome to our take on it. It's your girl, Deborah. And it's Jackie. How are you today? And today we're going to be talking about cell phones. Jackie, when and when not to use your cell phones and also how not to become an obsessive user of your device. Now, let's face it. We all spend a great amount of time with our cell phones or our devices. In fact, we spend up to 90% of our times is being used on devices, whether it's an iPad, particularly cell phones. Um, I've seen and heard a lot of stories about how inappropriate people use your cell phone when it's not necessary. For instance, when you're on a date, why do you have your cell phone face up and sitting right there in the middle of our conversation? Um, my number one place where I feel like it's totally inappropriate for a cell phone to be used is at church. And we're going to discuss that particular place where I feel like cell phone has no place at church. And if you want to bring your phone to church, turn it off. So I know you're not a big cell phone user. In fact, you don't have a cell phone. I mean, how does that make you feel versus me, the cell phone user? Like, do you feel, I guess you don't feel any way because if you don't have it, you don't know what it feels like to not have it, right? Well, I, I don't miss not having one. I am looking into getting one. So I've kind of reached that point where it's, it's absolutely essential for certain things I want to pursue to have access to a phone. But I don't think I'd ever be a compulsive user of it. I would really compartmentalize the things I do with it. Like mm -hmm. it would have a specific business use. And then when I need to take important calls from people that will come in at unexpected hours, it's very important to me. Now, I would probably scroll through and look up information and things because that's the advantage of being in a world that's so high tech. Mm -hmm. We want to be able to find things on the drop of a hat. And, you know, access to a cell phone is very important. I use computers quite diligently and I look up information all the time and I, I benefit greatly from that. But I think it's completely different in the sense that so many people just can't seem to put their devices down, Deb, not even for a minute. It is not. It is. It, it's totally it's almost like an obsession. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of that because there are many times where I will leave my house and I forgot my cell phone. and I would turn right around to go get it. And I will be late to where I'm going because of my cell phone. Now, cell phone no doubt is necessary for communication in today's society, but the constant inappropriate use of, of this device has changed communication and social aspects of life. I mean, let's face it. As we mentioned earlier, if someone invites you out for dinner, take for instance, someone invites you out for dinner and you want to get to know this person, you have not yet, you know, examine this person, you don't know this person, you yeah. want to get to know this person, and then the person sit down, and the first thing when the person greets you, he has a cell phone in one hand, and he holds, he shakes your hand with the other. I hate that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Like, you're telling me, hey, listen, my cell phone is more important than you, but I'm, I'm here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he sits down and then puts a cell phone down on the table. Oh, face up. And, and he's staring at it. Yeah. You know, while he's having conversation with you, he's actually looking at it. And he's, he's hoping that it will right. ring or maybe even expecting a call before you even had any idea. But needless to say, as you say, he's brought it along. Mm -hmm. So it's a part of this date. And yeah. like it or not, you know, he's going to be paying just as much attention to this phone, maybe more than he is to you. Or she as well, because yeah. it's vice versa, you know. Yeah, and you could just be having coffee with a good friend. Yeah. And you know, it may not be a relationship. Yeah, it would just like true. me and you would go out. Yeah. And I know I do it. Like, I know you want my 
attention, my full attention, but I'm scrolling through my cell phone. Like if, you know, I'm expecting something important, which I'm just like, well, you have a tendency to do it too. If you genuinely are bored, know. You know, because you like to be very stimulated all the time. So if you're in a meeting or a group and people are boring you silly, you just know you're going to be scrolling through that device looking for a diversion. Yeah. So it does provide a good diversion for mm-hmm. people, you know, and yeah. they don't want to, to let it go. But as you say, the only way you can really maximize your communication skills and have that good conversation with a good friend or, you know, be on a more intimate date is to put the device down, turn it off. Turn it off. Don't let it be inside. If you, if you, if you don't want to leave it in your car and you have a a, a bag, just leave it in there. Mal, the only thing I would say is necessary for your cell phone to be on if you're on a date is if you have kids, because you never know, you don't want to miss that emergency call or that emergency text to say, Here's trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, you're going to feel guilty because you have your communicative tool, but you didn't use it because you were so into that moment that you were having. So it's kind of hard to really play like the devil's advocate here where I want to keep my cell phone out of the way of my conversation, but I also want to have it present in case of an emergency. Well, if it's off, it vibrates, doesn't it? Or it makes no. some, it doesn't make if any it's indication. Off, it's off. Oh, if it's off, if it's on nothing. silence, then you can put it to vibrate and I then see. it gives you that. So if you are expecting that important message, there are ways to at least tone it down a bit so it's not flagrantly ringing and you see somebody, you know, just desperately trying to get your attention. And some people do that, that when they're trying to reach you, they're very aggressive. If they miss you, they'll try again in five minutes. They'll try again in another three minutes. And I know you've done that last time while I'm at a meeting or at work. (laughs) So it it sometimes is hard to get that balance, but try a little because that makes a difference, you know, in... Uh, you being able to really connect with people. And this is one of the downfalls of social media yes. is that people are losing their connection, you mm-hmm. know, that it's so easy to zone out and to just be looking at this little device and let it be your whole source of everything, your source of entertainment, your source of communication, your source of knowledge. You have to cultivate those people skills because we are still in a world where people do need people. Exactly. And now we're going to take it to a, the other level. We talk about, um, from a church level. Now, when you go to court and you go see a judge, you can't have a cell phone visible in front of the judge. You can chew gum, you can drink nothing, you can eat, and you have to dress appropriately. Yes. And I feel like these rules do and should apply to church. When you come into church, I know you have the Bible app that everybody tries to download on their phone so they don't have to carry this big Bible. And and, and another way too, the cell phone kind of hide their identity of who they are, whether they're Christian or not, because in a cell phone, you can't see the Bible, True. right? And so carrying a Bible tells you you're a Christian. Now, I'm not afraid to carry my Bible. As you know, I carry my Bible with me to church on Sundays. Having my cell phone... Um, Bible app on my phone is a distraction because then not only when the preacher say, take out your Bible and I take out my phone and I'm scrolling through my Bible, but then I see a text and the text looks so juicy. And I'm like, Ooh, I, I just got it right reply. in there. Yeah. Right. So whatever he's trying to preach, I've missed half an hour of that because I'm so into it. And I feel the need to respond to that text right away. Or if a call is coming through next thing, I forgot to put my phone on silence and everybody's hearing this ringing and everybody's looking at me like, Oh, don't be a Susie here. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's embarrassing, but most of all, it does not show reverence and respect for God in his house. And I feel like I have a problem with that. When I see ministers, I was just going to say that ministers or pastors, they will do that all the time. Like if it's a, you know, a special ceremony in the church, like a communion, 
they will start reading from their cell phones. Yeah. This is a more current thing that people are doing. But I agree with you. It's kind of inappropriate. You know, you should you should take out your religious your book, your Bible, yeah. and you should read from that. Exactly. And, you know, it, it is just another way to kind of shortcut the process, you know, and, mm -hmm. and rely on that technology. And I, I really like your point about the fact that it allows people to conceal whatever their religious identity yeah. is because you don't have to see them, you know, walking with any kind of document exactly. that identifies them from, from, you know, one religious group or another. Yeah. They just have the confidentiality of it on their cell phone. Exactly. So that's a really good point. Yeah. So, I mean, people really have to come to terms with who they are and how much usage of this device that they really want to, you know, use in their life because if 90%, of our time is being used on devices. The next 10% should be social interaction. And we don't even get the full 10% of the social interaction. So we live in a world right now where nobody really cares about that moment being shared and spent. Yeah. And another thing that I noticed is that the need for the shortcutting of the need for the shortcutting of the words. Like when I receive a text. I am so confused about the text because I don't understand what the person is saying because they're shorthanding everything. Well, for younger people, that's going to become an even bigger issue because when you talk about writing resumes or preparing professional correspondence for business, you know, you have to know how to spell. Exactly. And sadly, a lot of people are not learning how to spell properly. As mm -hmm. you say, these abbreviated forms like the letter R for R, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> I mean, so many of these people, that's an easy way to communicate. But basically for, for younger children or even young adults, that's not teaching them the proper skills no. that they're going to have to use when they're out in the business world. And that's an important aspect of life. And, you know, taking your cell phone in, like, to the washroom with you. Oh not, only, not only is that unsanitary, for goodness sakes, but I, this is a point we're making is that it heightens. It shows that people's sense of anxiety is heightened mm -hmm. because they cannot be without that device to no, even take can't. a few minutes exactly. you know, to close the washroom door take care of their business and not have to have this device. Or some people are having a shower and it has to be sitting on right the toilet there. tank, yeah. you know? I mean, my goodness, you could slip and get injured <laughs> trying to reach for that phone. You can't even take a minute to just suit, relax with that, luxuriate with that shower gel and let your mind you wander understand? and relax. You have to have this device. And so even, even from a romantic standpoint, like you're in bed with your husband and a wife and you, or your wife and you're trying to like get it on and your cell phone rings and you have to stop in the middle of that grooviness to answer that call. Why? And then, you know, like you said, if you don't answer that person, just go keep calling, calling. So if you're about to go to bed in that romantic setting, why don't you just shut off your cell phone? Give your wife or your husband that time. That's their time. Yeah, really good. You've already manipulated a bunch of your day just using devices, whether it's computer, iPad, or cell phone. Now it's human time. And men love to talk. They oh, really they do. do. Yeah, people don't realize how much they really like they to talk. Do. But that is, it's such a sexy part of intimacy. Yeah. When you can have a good conversation with, with and your And nothing partner. breaking that concentration. Yeah. And nothing breaking it. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good thing. So I think the idea is that you use technology, but you have power. And if you set the appropriate boundaries, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. It can be really beneficial. But you have to let people know where the cutoff points are in your life. Exactly. And it's up to you. Since you control this device, you hold it, you take it everywhere. You know, you set certain boundaries. And even if you have to speak to people and say, you know, don't call me at three in the morning, yeah. you know, unless it's an absolute emergency, don't yeah. call me just to chat exactly. or just to tell me that you had a fight with somebody and you're upset and you need to be consoled. Get consoled yeah. at eight o'clock, yeah. you know, not at three in the morning. Yeah. So I feel like there should be a cutoff time for cell phone usage, like, um, especially at night. See my cutoff time at night 
is 10.30. If you call me after 10.30, you're not going to get me. Unless you say to me, Deborah, I'm going to call you at 10.30 or quarter to 11. And I'll be like, why? <laughs> okay. And then I'll answer my cell phone because then my cell phone will be totally gone by then. Yeah. And if I try, if I'm going to a meeting, I turn off my cell phone. Yeah, it's true. If, if I'm going to meet someone important, I turn off my cell phone. I let them know that they're important. They're yeah. important to me. And even if me. you're on a job or doing something, yeah. I know that if you answer it, you will just tell people right away, look, I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. You'll have to call me at another time. Exactly. And that's, you know, just your respectful way of saying, look, you've, you've been And I've, and I've told something. you that number of yeah. times when yeah, you're talking yeah. about work. And I respect that yeah. because I know that, you know, that you have your, your attention focused there and you're not going to stop to have a conversation with me at this moment. So, you know, I respect that. Yeah. So, so again, I mean, guys, you have to choose the appropriate time for the usage of your cell phone, who you really want to respond to at that time. When you're in church, leave your cell phone at home or in your car or turned off. Bring a hard copy book Bible with you so you can read from it. And I don't know. People, and you know, there was a study the other day that says that kids now, um, toddlers, are losing their motor skills because everything's just a touch. They're not using their fingers to write with a pencil anymore. Yeah. So the, the, the motor skills are not even defined by the time they're ready for elementary school. It's even which going is true. to the point where people aren't even thinking, you know, yeah, they're not spontaneously. Yeah. They're not using that logic that's in their mind. So many people, if you even ask them to add up something, Deb, they have to go to the computer yeah. to do that. You know, they can't in their mind calculate, yeah. you know, and it's not to say that they aren't smart, but it's just that it's become too easy and too convenient. So yeah. people are just choosing that as the alternative. Yeah. So, I mean, as a society. I mean, do we really need to say, Alexis, Alexa, turn yeah. on my lights, you know? <laughs> Go turn on your lights yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, and I feel like our society is not progressing forward when it comes to technology. I mean, yes, the technology is progressing forward in terms of the apps, but in terms of our skills, we're really taking a, a, a setback on that. Because we're not really utilizing much energy there either. And much brain cells to think. We're killing our brain cells off by smoking and drinking. Yeah. <laughs> not really thinking. Well, I hope this podcast gives you guys some insight as to how much your device really is controlling your life. Yeah. Yeah. Set proper boundaries with it. And it can be a really excellent tool that enhances rather than takes away from the quality of your life. Exactly. My name is Deborah. And I'm Jackie.